Hello, this is your editor. Unfortunately, we were uh, experimenting with some different technology during episode 10, which has caused episode 10 to be lost to, I can only assume, where audio files go when they die. This does mean that we are missing the file recording for episode 10. I hope that the recap that we have in the episode will be enough to fill you in on the context of what happened between episode 9 and episode 11. Thank you all for sticking with us if you have made it this far through the, all of our technical difficulties, and hopefully we don't lose any more episodes. Jack, and I am playing Coyle, a warforged sorcerer who is trying desperately to hide his identity, but has ultimately failed at every turn. Hi, my name is Sydney. I'm playing Gadget, a female half-human, half-eladrin elf artificer, and good morning. Good morning? Yeah. Yeah, if you're listening to this at night, we don't care about you. Yeah. You can have a terrible night for all we care. Yeah. Well, the DM just said good afternoon, so I thought I should say good morning. Okay, fine. Well, I'll be your good night person. If you're listening at night, I'm the only one that cares for you. My name is Sam, and I'm playing Mike, who really hopes that 20 minutes of his dream sequence doesn't get cut out again. <laughs> Hope we don't do that yeah. again. Uh, and I'm Caleb. Hello, if you're listening at noon or pre-noon. I don't know, around there. And I'm your cat. When last we um, left our heroes, they had made it back to Neander's Cove, checked in with Captain Onkit, got their suicide collars taken off. And we are no longer the Let's Die Together pals. That's right. Yep. And um, found out that Gadget's father was <coughs> looking for her with much stress. The group decided to take a military transport to Vatna and check out another robbery that happened in the same way as it did at the at the mine. They will need to wait two days for that to transpire. That's where we pick up. It's the next morning. Are you guys staying in an inn or are you staying outside of town like you did last time? Oh. I assumed Captain Onkat set some up for us, but I think Chester would vote for sleeping outside of town. He did not set up a room for you. He didn't. He did not. I didn't. You? <laughs> I got a perfect point. Let's he ask your dad if he can set no. us up with a room. No. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, you never know. I do know. <laughs> People can have a change of heart. I see doubt the it. error of their ways. So you didn't have a place to stay, so... I think they, I would stay outside of town because I'm cheap. They asked you to come <laughs> into the police station. Um, not tomorrow, because that's when your dad's going to be there. But the next day, so that you can check in with the lieutenant, and then he'll run through the details and get you to the military transport. Gadget is going to walk over to Mike. Yes. 
So here, here's, is this an intervention? Here's the deal. I've had at least two of those in my lifetime. <laughs> here's the deal, Mike. That is my name. What's yours? It, you can call me Gadget. Yeah, but like, what's your name? You can call me Gadget. Hold on a second. I know your name. I asked Mr. Anket, and he gladly gave me a name to put under my enemies list. My right. physical list that I keep with me every day. Yes, I have a list of all my enemies and allies. So, uh, Miss Weyashtaratara? <laughs> you completely butchered my last name. It's fine. What, what were you going to say? <clears throat> if you go and see my dad tomorrow... Yes? Then I will not make anything for you. <gasps> I will not make you your um, grappling hook. Well, there's an easy workaround here. Yes. I mean, I won't go see your dad tomorrow if you just tell me your name. Why do you want to know my name so badly? Yeah, it has a whole thing to do with my ideology about names being important to, like, your character and, uh, like, who you are as a person. But that's besides the point. I also just want to know your name. Just call me Gadget. That's better than my actual cursed name. A cursed? Well, now, nice. Mm. You go and make your name sound more interesting, and then you're like, no, don't find my name. Fine. Do you, why, why do you need to know this? Like I said, it goes along with like my whole ideology and worldviews and all that, but that's besides the point. <sighs> my actual name is Dawn. Happy? Yes. Dawn? Why you Gonna put that under my allies list? Wait, don't call me that. <laughs> is it Dawn like Dawn Cheadle or Dawn like Dawn from Pokemon? D-A-W-N. Okay, from Dawn. Pokemon, got it. <laughs> my favorite book series. Alright, I won't go see your dad. Okay, and then Chesgro will approach Coil. Uh-oh. So what's your deal? <clears throat> Whatever do you mean, my fairy friend? So you're not a person. I know that. Well, I guess I am. No, you're not a human. I know that specifically. <laughs> I know specifically, uh, you said, and I quote, they haven't figured out I'm not a person. And I've deduced... <laughs> <laughs> And I've deduced by my master intellect that you're also not a bird because you don't sleep like a bird. As of currently, I think you're a cow, but I don't think you have four legs, so what's up with you? <laughs> Gadget is dying of laughter in the background right now. Um, um, Coil's a cow? No. No. He's not. That's a very no, rude thing to say, Chester. <laughs> you have me out. I am a elf in disguise. Ah! Hold on. Alright, cool. <laughs> Hold on. I just recently <laughs> learned I have the ability to sense aberrations, fey, feelings, undead, and the like. Wait, you can you can do fey? Yeah, but yeah, that's it's a, it's a spell. It's, uh, a, it's a weird thing. Yeah! I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Okay. <laughs> I press the I pass detection for, of evil and good. So he can sense me, I guess, because I'm. Well, we decided sick. he couldn't sense you. When, was that was no, that, that was, was with divine sense. Yeah, that's oh, divine sense. Divine this sense. is a spell. Yeah, is, and divine sense only works on celestials, undead, and fiends. Gotcha. Yeah. So you detect two. Fey. Where? One, oh my little dragon. One is hovering <laughs> around your shoulder. Oh. <laughs> the, other, the other is. Um, 
upset because she had to tell you her name. <laughs> I can detect your emotions now. <laughs> All right. Hey, Chesker. You whispered into the mic. Hey, Chesker. <laughs> I don't think he's a aberration celestial elemental faith fiend or undead. But he said he was an elf. I think he's lying. You're lying! (laughs) (laughs) And he's saying that to Coil, not to Mike. Yeah, he pointed right at Jet. (laughs) I'm trying to think. What? what... (laughs) So you lie about your identity, eh? Who would ever do such a thing? You're just like the Dark Feather. He he thought he was... The what? (laughs) Dark Feather, you thought you were a cow. Maybe you could say you're a, the guy a who's, deer? You know, the vigilante. <laughs> the possibility. <laughs> Very well, I'm a... Um, not a bird. I'm a bat. You're a bat. In disguise. Hmm. You know, I would believe you. But, he but you weren't good at seeing in the dark when we fought with those bandits before. Bats and he don't doesn't see in fly. The dark. Yeah, but uh, they echolocate. Maybe Trust me, I know a lot about nature. Maybe he didn't want to click his tongue the entire time he's in there. <laughs> okay, so either you're lying to me again, or... And then Chesco's going to do an insight check. I can okay. help Jack. Propose roll. Uh, I'm going to help Chesco. I was helping Jack earlier, nice. so... You can both roll an advantage. I'm going to help Chesco. But I, I, don't, I don't think this. it's... Uh-oh. Based I don't on... think it's important. Hmm? I, I rolled a five. Hmm. With advantage... Oh wait, did I get advantage? Yeah, you yeah, get advantage. I'm giving you advantage. She's, she's helping me. Well, I rolled a 14 still. And Jessica rolled a 22. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna so. say, based on Caleb's like little dance over there, he well. My victory dance. So you're lying to me again. <laughs> well? I like I the think... thought that we're just having this conversation in like the middle of the street because we just have not been for a We're outside of town. We're outside of town. This is over yeah. breakfast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have um, we gotten uncharacteristically smarter since we've last spoken? <laughs> I've, I've done a lot of studying since then under Gadget, my teacher. Oh, I did teach him to read. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll find my answers. Eventually. Yeah. I mean, I almost said my own name. Coil, don't... <laughs> I, at this point, we might be able to trust them. We're travel. It looks like we're going to be traveling with them for just yeah, I mean... as long as... Maybe not as long as we've traveled, but for a while. And maybe they can help and they know something. I highly doubt they know anything. <laughs> I mean, you well, can trust I mean, me. I gave you my name right away. They know, but they might... <laughs> People to say that they saw something that looked like it or something. I gave you my name right away. That's true. That, that is true. true. He didn't Coil, give you perfectly his name acceptable right name. Not like Gadget. I mean, yeah. Wait. That. Wait. What's your last name? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I do not have one. All right, that's fair enough. I don't have one either. Well, yeah, but that's because you're like a cat. Hmm. There are you're not other a cat, cat people you have no that tail. have last names. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, you guys don't know. The I mean, I've yeah. never met a cat person before Chesker, so I didn't know a whole lot about them. Yeah, I haven't met any other cat people either. At least I haven't learned their right. names. The most exotic race I met before Chesker I've never was like been. a Genasi, so. Yeah, I thought I thought everyone was like me, of well, the cat people. Nope. You're probably one, you're probably like an anomaly. So yeah, Coyle, what's your last name? 
I, I don't have one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah but like, I think he's like me. I don't think he's a cat, though. So you're saying he's from the wild. Yeah. He's a wild man. Yeah. Well, well, he's maybe. a wild sorcerer. Not entirely. I'd, very well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. All right. I don't know where I come from. I am, I am a construct, probably. Do you suffer from long-term memory loss, like me? Um, <laughs> kind of. Yes, I. He turns around and pulls down his like cloak hood, and there's just like a square hole in the back of his head. You should get that checked out. Is that for cheese? Uh, no. <laughs> it's for my memories, but I've lost the thing that holds the memories, which is what I've been looking for this entire time. Oh, why don't you just tell okay. us? I'll check if I have it, and he checks his whole utility belt, and he doesn't. Well, well, I know some medical knowledge <laughs> no. that might be able to help you out. <laughs> medical knowledge doesn't work on coil, really. I am not... You are correct. I am not a person, necessarily. I am a An highly, elemental. No, no, I would have sensed that. I am a highly advanced construct, from what I can tell. Like a robot. Ah. Yes, like it's a, a very robot. smart robot. Uh, yes. Yes, I am a very smart robot. And I'm um, looking for my memories. You're a robot? So that's why Onket said he was going to find a similar looking girl and robot. Uh, I thought he was talking about like Dan or the dog. That that's I what I was saying. name of. Yeah. <laughs> Clover? Clover. Yeah, Dan or Clover. Dan or Clover. That's what I was thinking. Wait, Dan and Don? What names? <laughs> Dan and Don. You were j- I don't go by Dan, Don, and Clover. You really just saw your own name and was like, you know what, I wanted to win this, so I'm going to take out the W. No, Dan is short for Dandelion. Oh! oh. Is Don short for Dandelion? No! <laughs> going to be honest, no. I didn't make that connection. <laughs> no, obviously. I didn't Jessica, expect you to. She was named after the great cleaning company, Don. Oh. It's the Duck Protection Agency. They grab exactly. ducks out of the river and clean them. Well, and then put them back in the river because that's their habitat. So that's what you were named after. I don't think so. It's probably something from my father's side. side. Is your father the elf or is that your mom? My father is the elf and my mom is human. Cool. So I can detect him, I think. I can sniff them out. <laughs> them phase. They have that funny sense about them, you know? Yeah, he's a ladrin, so he changes with the seasons. Yeah. Ah. I can smell the seasons on them. I go up in the summertime and I'm like, mmm, apple pie. Uh, wait, what? what, Wait, summer smells like apple pie? Yeah, I thought that would be a fall thing. Uh, you'd think that, but apparently that's a man-made, like idea really mm. what nature thinks should happen is apple pie should come in the summer and then what's for fall what's for fall uh Pumpkin. pumpkins yeah Pumpkin ah, what's for winter for winter that one gets interesting because you don't really make pies in the winter so it really smells like a hot drink of mm. undetermined origins oh I see. what season I see. is um <laughs> spring you're in spring right now oh wait oh that's a good question what season am i in right now what season is it Oh, I change daily. Oh, well, okay, so, so then he, change... you have no idea what he's going to be like right now. Wait, so would Sam be able to smell my season? No, he cannot smell Okay, so season. you don't get Wait, to know. Wait, are you completely covered from head to toe? 
In wood that is at least three feet thick? No, but I, he can sense that I'm fey. But, but, but can, can he we, sense the Can season? we see you? You can see Because I'm pretty sure Aladrin look different based on so, the season. At the do. very their least, the winter changes. is blue. Actually, so I... My hair is not covered, but my my eyes are covered. Mm. My mouth is covered, so you can't really see any of my... You can't see any of my face. Yes. My neck's covered. Actually, everything... Except but my, my hair, hair is covered pretty what's much. What's the hair look like? Yeah, what's the hair My look hair has always been orange, copperish Got it. Got it. Anywho. It's summer, by the way. Mm. So my father would be summer right now. So are we just sharing secrets around the campfire that we should probably create at some point? I don't think so. Oh, do you want to share a secret? I was gesture? just getting interrogated, I believe. That was, yeah, I that like, was pretty much it. I feel like Coyle <laughs> and I were just getting interrogated by you guys. All right, do you guys want to do the interrogation now? Not a little particularly. Interrogation. Yeah, do you guys want an interrogation? Interrogation. Chester, I want to interrogate you. You'll never take me alive. <laughs> but I'm sure. not going back to jail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I, I say that to pass the time, you should play the three dice game. I disagree. Oh, Let's cut to two days from now. <laughs> I, I should go sell my daggers because... Probably yeah, not on the day that your dad's You have a lot of daggers because I, I won a lot from you. A lot. And you have one from the mine. Yeah. Which is a little odd. How about you give me your daggers and I'll go sell them just in case your dad's still in town. He shouldn't be in... Yeah, but like, why risk it? He's getting here tomorrow, I think. Well, I guess you're right. Why risk it? So I say you give the daggers to like me and Chester and we'll go sell them. I'm a great bargainer. I... I I'm telling you yesterday. People are lying to me. No thanks. Alright, if you want to go in alone, then that's fine. Mm, I don't know if I want to do that either. I'll just wait. You can go with Mike. Oh, but he might—he might still be scoping out the station when he leaves. Well, yeah, but then we'll all be together, and I doubt that he can take all of us alive. I'm sure. I'll he be doesn't able want to... any of you guys. All right, you know what? We'll go into stealth mode. I have the perfect thing, and then Chester reaches in to his back pouch and pulls out a hat that he's took in episode one and puts it on his head. <laughs> Is it, was that the one you nibbled on? Yeah, it's the one he nibbled on. So there's like a bite mark taken out of it. There's a feather coming out of directly the top. <laughs> Why directly the top? I don't know, weird what, fashion statement. What kind of hat is it? It's like a fedora, but with a really long brim. And with the and bite the taken feather, out of the front and a feather going feather straight up out of the, the top. Middle. In the middle. In, in the dead middle? In the dead middle. Interesting. <laughs> Holy he's not something. looking that for any of you guys. He probably didn't even time. know Coil existed until well, yeah. Captain Onkit. But I don't have any memories. Pre me. Pre before I woke up, essentially. Uh, oh, when did you wake up? <laughs> when uh, I two years ago. Two years ago? Yes. Good. Yes. Uh, I've been learning about the world slowly but surely as uh. time has gone on. All right. Stick with me. I can teach you all about the world. I, I, for some reason, I feel very apprehensive about that. No, no, no. Stay with me. Stick with me. I know all about the world. You see that flower? It's poisonous. Well, it doesn't matter to me. He doesn't eat. Oh, yeah, robot. Don't need to eat. <laughs> yes. But don't eat it anyway, because I'm sure you'd get a virus or something. Well, I can't eat. Oh. Well, <laughs> like you physically can't eat? I physically cannot eat. He doesn't really have a m mouth. It's kind of just like a voice box. Well, don't crush it up and then put it on your eyes or something, because it's poisonous. Uh, fair. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. 
Well then, to pass the time, we can we have a couple options. We can play my dice game. We can tell stories. We can uh, share our deepest and darkest secrets. Um, we can sing songs. I vote for singing songs. Mm. Jessica, what do you? I don't know. Time skip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that goes on for the next two days. <laughs> okay. So you hang around, get some food. You can shop in town if you want and get some get some some decent food, or you can hunt. You guys make your way through the the next couple of days, laying low, and then you head into the uh, the police station bright and early. Two days later, to meet Lieutenant Dormain. He meets you at the at the front door and he's like, ah, very good. Punctual as always. We yeah, if you, if you follow time. me, we'll go to the spaceport, which you guys had to pack in order to get to, um, <laughs> to get the to police Kevin station. <laughs> so you walk all the way back to the, the spaceport, go up the tower. There's a, a military ship docked there. It looks like a, a galley. It's a larger galley than some of the, the merchants would, would fly around in. It looks like it's about twice that size, but it, it looks like a boat, except it's flying. Um, and he says, this is Captain Ska. He's a lizard man. He will be running, running the ship. Um, he can introduce you to the, the rest of the crew. But uh, we thank you, good captain, for, for taking these civilians along your ship. The uh, Captain Anka greatly appreciates it. It's like, no problems. I don't mind at all. Sounds a bit condescending, but okay. <laughs> We're going there anyways. But you will need to pull your weights on the ship. Why do you have weights to be pulled on the ship? He means you I have to work. See you will be scrubbing the floors. He's great at scrubbing the floors. <laughs> Come on board. Jack! Why did you look at me like that? I don't like this guy very much. <laughs> I love your music. <laughs> oh, sorry, must be a different Scott. <laughs> so when you get on board and the captain introduces you to um Peron, who is a human and his first mate. And then um, he kind of disappears. He's gone. The first mate? Scar or the no, first mate? The captain does, because he's not going to sit there and deal with civilians. That's what he's got his first mate for. That's who runs the crew. And deals with the rabble, which is pretty much what you guys are. You guys are. Alright. Not sure why we got civilians, but you guys are going to have to stay out of the way. Follow me. And he takes you down into the hold. And there is quite a bit of cargo there. Um, looks like supplies, food mostly, but um, also metal weapons, armor, um, to to just general sundries that what you would kind use of to, armor? to restock. Mostly leather chain scale like that, that type of armor. Um, in a variety of sizes, ranging from... Small. Yeah. Dwarf halfling size all the way up to, you know, orc, maybe Goliath um, size, but 
There's definitely some, some oversized stuff there as well. And then what kind of weapons? Swords, crossbows, bows, bolts, a lot, lot, lot more ammunition than, than bows and crossbows. You know, there's half dozen of, of each type of weapon. Um, sp spears, there's probably two dozen spears. Do we get to take a weapon? No. Ah. No. What if this is where you're going to sleep. What if we pay for it, though? Um, no. These, these aren't for sale. These are um, for the military. What if in time of crisis? In, you have weapons. But what if we want more? Um, no, you can, you, can, you can figure that out for your own. I have taken inventory here, and I do know how much of everything that's here. So no digging through the crates, no pilfering the, the weapons. Um, like, what happened to you being the lawful one of all of us? The lawful military guy. Yeah. I haven't broken any laws yet. I've just asked questions. It's true. I'm being perfectly lawful. Is it illegal to ask if something's for sale? Correct. <laughs> kind of. You're being very suspicious. Okay, we're going to get back to that planet up there, and you're going to see Nayu's single crossbow bolt will be out of place. Actually, it might be out of place, but it won't have been taken. Uh, It'll be in Mike, the wall you're... after shot at someone. <laughs> Mike, I have a bad feeling about this. Don't worry. I got this. I think the point is that you're not supposed to not. Guys, it's just speaking of Chesker. <laughs> Pretty sure you're supposed to not got the bolts. I think that's specifically what he's asking. Oh, then don't worry. I don't got this. Okay, I think... <laughs> um, it's going to be about a three-day travel, so uh, stay down here except for meals and uh, stay out of the way. All right. Well, I can I stay go. down here for meals? Sure, but you won't get fed unless someone one of your friends brings you food. I won't. I will not Coil? be bringing you food. You've got to come to the eating place. Coil? Uh, no, I will not be bringing food down to you. You don't even have to eat. Shh, don't tell him that. I want to eat his food. Gadget. Just I'll get him. No, just make him come to the cafeteria. I prefer not to. Why? Uh, okay, I'll bring you food down. I'll bring yours and Coil's down. Thank you, Gadget. No, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go up there. Okay. Yes. Okay, so you guys, do you stay down in the hold or do you, do you wander the ship and stuff while you're... Mike's staying down in the hole the entire I'll time. I'll stay down in the hold. But Gadget turns and turns to Coil and asks, are you sure you don't want me to, because it might seem suspicious that you go up there and don't eat anything. But if I bring the food down and Chester eats it like he says he wants to, then it will <laughs> look like you're eating your food and people might not get suspicious. You can bring it down to Mike. I'm going to use the opportunity to explore a little bit. Okay, I do want to explore a little bit. So you're not staying down in the hold? No, because I've got to go up and get food anyways. Jessica. When we go what? up to get food, we can explore nah. a little bit, right? I'm going to explore. Can. It's, it's, not, um, it's not a super complicated ship. The, the bottom part of the, of the, the ship is, is the hold, and it's, it's one big room. And then the deck above that is the, like the mid-deck. And there's crew quarters in the front, um, and then the the galley and the um, the mess are 
towards the middle of the ship. There is storage up there that's closed, unless you're going to go rooting around in the storage, then they can tell you what's in there. And then there is quarters for the, the first mate, the gunner, um, and it seems like they have two pilots because there's two pilot rooms. But they're, they're labeled as if not the same people use the ship all the, all the time. And then if you go up on deck, you'll notice that the, the captain's quarters are up there. There's like an office and then that's it, basically. That's what the ship is, is looks like. There are four ballista and a catapult on it um, as far as weapons. Go. Cool. Sounds good. So are we taken off by this point, the ship? Yeah, you guys are flying. You've eaten. Um, when, when it takes off from, from the planet... Um, You've been in space before, right? Mike, oh, yeah. Mike has been in space. Um, Cheska, by definition, has to have been in space at least once <laughs> Very in order to get to the planet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, Coil and Gadget have not flown, correct? No. No. Okay. Not from, not from <clears throat> Coil's memory, though, at least. Right. Right. So when you, you leave, when you leave the spaceport, it feels kind of like going from town to town. A lot of wind. What it's kind of shaky, and then um, at some point, when you break free of the atmosphere, you kind of feel the ship shifts for a bit um, as the gravity on the um, on the ship takes over instead of the gravity from the planet. So it's just kind of like it's a little out. off off kilter. So yeah, it kind of throws you, and then the ship gets like this odd feeling of stillness, and it. It feels like it's just sort of shifting left sometimes and then right sometimes or up sometimes and down. But it's it's very slight. But you don't know what it looks like because you're not on deck. Can I go mm-hmm. up to the deck? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Sure. Jessica will also go up to the deck. Okay. I'll fall too. Oh. All right. Leave Mike alone. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Mike can come. All right. Leave Mike alone. That's fine. <laughs> So you um, you go up on deck. This this solar this solar system has no stars, so um, but it does have have the planets. They look blurred and longer um, while you're while you're traveling. And the sun is uh, is is there off to the the port side. I think so. On the port side of the ship is the sun, and it's kind of blurred out and and kind of oblong. As you're as you're traveling through space, and it's just kind of kind of odd, and but cool, like and you you know you're in space, and if you look out the the back of the ship, you can see the planet um, that you left getting smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, can I roll history on the stars? Sure. There's no stars, so the you, oh. the planets, but yeah, the planets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so you know um, that the brightest dot, kind of forward starboard, is um, Batna. That's where you're headed. And you can also see a smaller dot farther farther up to the, the starboard side, which is um, Bruni. And if you look back on the starboard side, you can see Kala. Okay. The next couple of days go by with 
without a vent. Um, if you guys wander around more than what you said, you get you kind of the crew doesn't care at all. Um, <laughs> the first mate, if he sees you, like tells you to go back down to the hold. If you guys just try and avoid him, he's he's not looking for you. He doesn't care. He just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to see you. So I'm gonna ask if they need any help, like around the ship or anything like that. Sure. Um, the other sailors will will let you kind of do whatever they're doing. You know, prepping the guns. They're just keeping things clean. Um, there isn't a whole lot to do on the ship um, outside of general maintenance right now because it's in good repair. They just left a military dock somewhere and then came over to Meander's Cove. It's not like we have to row. So. There's no rowing and there's they don't have to bring the sails up and down or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the ship is the ship is is jamming through space. Gotcha. I wouldn't mind a ship like this someday. What am I not anyone? Anybody or maybe smaller? Maybe a smaller ship. Yeah, I like to build one though. Yeah, but I, I, quite, I, quite, I quite like flying through space. I don't think I've ever done it before. I I don't think, but I I quite like it. Yeah, it's nice, it. especially if you don't encounter any big dragons. Don't the the dragons out here? Well, no, um, dragons aren't really the big threat. The big threat that you want to look out for is pirates, and then second to that is the murder comets that come around sometimes. But you don't need to worry about the pirates. They're not going to be too strong. Uh, I mean, usually if pirates have taken control of a spellbinding ship, then they're a bit more tough than like your average pirate pirates that you would find down in like the, uh, the Earth mm. or the planets. Huh. Um, I guess so, they do. Yeah, they're kind of a bit of a problem that you might want to look out for. In my experience, pirates aren't too bad. Chester, don't you know um, Earth magic? Hmm. Yeah, okay. I've, I've done magic before. Hmm. With you. Since I met you guys, I'm assuming it's from him. And he points over to Coil. I assume that. It was something like proximity to him that gave me magic. So before that, I couldn't do any magic. Uh, no comments on that. I have no clue. See? So he definitely did it is what he's saying. I don't know about that, but with you around, we wouldn't have to worry about oxygen. I don't think that's what I mean, we, pro- we still need breathe. I mean, Coil probably doesn't need to worry about oxygen, but... No, Coil never has to worry about oxygen. <laughs> So as you guys are having this discussion up on the deck on the third day. Oh, oh that was up we on, on the deck? deck? Yeah, that Mike was, was we talking. We were on the bottom of the ship. We're making sure. Yeah, yeah. we were on the deck. Well, Mike was talking. Oh. Yeah, so, so okay. I, I assume we were. Yeah. Well, you're on the hole. Uh, you're in the hole. Yeah. All of a sudden, you, you feel the ship. It drops out of jamming speed. Do you think that, wait, how long was it supposed to take to get to the next planet? A week? A couple, here. three days. You hear Rapidly um, moving footsteps uh, on the deck above. So anyway, speaking so of that, like, like everybody's like, <laughs> and Cheska's running up as well. The okay. minute that we get at right. a jamming speed. Yes, uh, Coil Gadget's gonna run up too. She's assuming that something bad's happening. Mike would know that something bad is happening, right? With his um, experience, just dropping out of of. Um, Jamming speed. Jamming speed is not, I mean, because you're going to drop out of jamming speed at some right. point anyway. But this it's is the, like the troops running, you know that this is, there's an event right. happening, yes. This is some sort of called arms, Something. something's happening and everyone's running upstairs to take stations. Gadget's mm-hmm. taking um, Dan and Clover with her. She's mm-hmm. kept them down in the hold, but... 
Okay. Well, Clover. Okay. Dan comes with her. Anyway. You going up, Mike? No. No? Coyle, you going up? Yes. Okay. So when you get up top, you still see um, Batna a ways off. Um, in the in the distance, it's still a, a, a star, but it's very, very bright. And off the starboard side, fairly close, about, you know, 200 yards or so, is a long cylinder of coral, completely intact. It's, a, it's about half, half the height of your ship, but one and a half times as long. Um, and the, the crew is, is, you know, talking excitedly, pulling out weapons, and um, just sort of like looking at it and looking around. Everyone's just Excitedly as in a happy excited or as in a worried excited? Um, there's a mix of there's a mix. Some of them are excited, some of them are um, nervous, um, and some of them are no one's really scared. But the, yeah, it, it ranges from from excited to exhilarated, or um, nervous to exhilarated. Um, and you see the captain standing above his 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 cabin, which has a, a railing around it, where normally where the steering wheel would be on a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where he's he's up there. And looking around, and the first mate's with him, talking. But the rest of the crew is just sort of on the deck, weapons at the ready, and just sort of like looking around. Chesker is going to kind of use the soldiers and the ballista and such as cover to sort of hide in case a threat comes upon them. Gab's just going to like stand in the door. Like, I'm I'm assuming there's a doorway from where we made it down there out to the pad. I'm going to stand in the doorway, like, right by the... to stay out of view from the captain, but still be able to hear. Okay. Very much what Mike's going to be doing, too, is standing to a point where he can get onto the deck quickly, but not on the deck. Okay. Is he... Is he with Gadget? To a point where he can hear what goes on. Yeah, probably he'd be with Gadget, but... Okay, so you're on the midship part, but not on the deck. Right. Okay, very good. The first mate comes up to the front of the railing. He's like, "All right, we're gonna form a boarding party," and the the ship is coming around so, so that it's sidelong with the uh, the coral tube. Uh, Wait, there's a it? coral tube floating around in the middle of space. That's not just like yeah, yeah. That's okay, a so thing it's like that's a here. ship or something. It's a thing. It's not the planet. It's not the Okay, planet. I thought it was like something on no, the planet. No, it's okay, about no. half the height of your ship and one and a half times as long. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it comes <laughs> alongside, and you can see that it does have entry points on it, um, and even cargo doors um, that are made of, of coral, but there are like hinges and stuff. You can see that, that there are things that operate on a ship-type level. They grapple the ship um, and pull the ropes tight. The um, the first mate comes down and... Uh, did you roll a stealth? Hmm? Oh, Chester will. Just in case you like watch it. Also, uh, before... Uh, Chester's going to also attempt to join the boarding party. But before that, I'd like to establish that he's going to expend a use of wild shape to activate his spore mode. Okay. And is Coil on deck? Yes. Okay. What are you doing up here? Um, <clears throat> I know a few spells, if I do say so myself, and I figured I'd be of assistance. Hmm. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Where's the rest of your group? I'm 
Very good question. <laughs> Not entirely certain. Gadget will walk out and stand next to Coil. Why don't I... And Clover's with her this time. Save a couple of my men and send you guys instead. What are we doing? Um, <laughs> he goes, you. Uh, Pointing to you. Opal, Rogan, oh. you two are going with these four. Hmm? Check out this. Two, I guess, because. Yeah, because we're the only two out there. Well, only two visible out right, there. Right? With these four, where are the rest of you people? Gadget will um, walk and poke her head in the door and she's like, Hey, Mike, we've been asked to board the other thing. Uh, what's the consequence if we say no? Um, she stands out, What if Mike says no? Whatever, as long as he stays in the hold, it's fine. As long as you stay in the hold, it's fine. Cool. Okay, she walks back. So it's just the two of you? I guess so. I don't know where. Should I? Can I make a perception check? Okay, you'll have to be the twenty-six. I'll try. <sighs> Natural one. <laughs> 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 okay. You think you see Chester, but he's hiding up behind the captain. <laughs> I think I see him up there, but uh, you know, knowing him, it's completely possible. He like looks up there. He's like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Go with Rogan and, and Opal. Um, yeah, that ought to be enough. Report back. They're in charge. Rogan and Opal are yeah, in charge. Yeah. Yeah. You're nice. just sending four people to board a ship? Yes. It's a derelict ship. I mean, there could always be danger, though. Uh, yeah, empty ships are often very dangerous. Um, go. And so... Okay. They... Sort of shimmy across the ropes very dexterously. With the 26, you can sneak over just fine. You kind of like go under as they're... As, <laughs> as uh, they're going as over. They're, as they're going over. Um, the perfect stuff. <laughs> and so the five of you are at the, the cargo hold doors, and they Opal and Rogan are able to, to open the doors. And inside the ship it are... Are hallways. Um, they're round hallways, and as you explore through this ship, it's weird because you can tell you're you're walking. Sometimes you're walking up, and sometimes you're walking the lengthwise of the ship. But the gravity always kind of holds you towards the outside of of the or the inside of the ship. Sorry, it all all the the gravity always keeps you so that you're. You're attached to the center core of, of the ship. So the gravity plane is like a, another cylinder, a smaller cylinder through the center of the ship. You find all of the crew dead in the storehold. That's the first thing you come across because you're in the, you start in the storehold. Um, the bodies are piled neatly to one side and all the cargo is gone. But there's evidence that there was obviously cargo in here because there's like broken ropes and some food or what grain that had dropped out and some broken boards and stuff like that all along the, um, the, the floor. But it has clearly been cleaned out of all of its cargo. Rogan and Dawn say like, you two go that way, we're gonna go this way. Um, report back here in five minutes. All right, Holler, if you need anything. So as you guys 
go Who do you go with, Chester? Chester will be going with Coil and Gadget Gadget to keep things simple. Okay. As you guys walk through um, the halls, you can tell you're going towards the crew section. You pass a, a galley and mess, and then in the hallway, you find the body of a creature. It's not like something you you've seen before. It's got a bulbous abdomen, a muscular thorax like body with eight legs coming off of it. And the the front two have like three pincher like things on the end of and on the end of the legs. There's a long scaled neck small beady dot eyes. I'm not sure if that means Gadget thinks it's cute or not. Um, <laughs> no, that would be me, not Gadget. <laughs> she loves spiders. And, and a mouth full of razor sharp teeth. Now that's really cute. As you guys approach that body, you breathing? hear footsteps behind you. And it's Mike. Mm. Mike, what are you doing over here? Making bad decisions. <laughs> well, join the party. Okay. Yep. I'm going to investigate the thingy. <laughs> yeah, is it breathing? The body. It is not breathing. It is dead. What did I tell you? There could be danger in you. People said, <clears> no, <throat> there's no danger. It's an abandoned ship. Yeah, so far everything's been dead, Mike. Could Cheska make like 13. a nature check? Sure. Uh, 13, by the way, my investigation. 13? Oh, um, divine sense. <laughs> um, does it have to be alive, Sam? Yeah, does it have to be alive? I mean, that's up to you. Is a fiend no longer a fiend if it's dead? I don't think it is. I think it needs to have like a soul. A three? Yeah, Chasker got a three on his nature check. To Inve- know what it is. Can I investigate? Yes. So I got you think it's an animal, maybe? Mmm. <laughs> 14 for me. 14? Okay, that's roughly what Coil got. You guys notice, well, it's got weird looking hands and um, kind of a, a bestial face. It also has markings on the upper part of its its legs. And it's kind of banded in in red, like a, a tattoo or some sort of, of thing that looks like it might denote rank or station or something like that. And then there's also a fairly fresh black band on it as well. Does it look like the same gear that the rest of the crew was wearing? It has no gear on it. It's or not gear, but like the same kind of markings that the rest of the crew... Because I assume the rest of the crew had some kind of... Like, defined a, like a no. sigil. So the, the rest of the crew are um, kind of pale blue. That's a good, a good question. A detail I left out. The rest of the crew that was piled neatly in the, in the hold had pale blue um, skin, greenish, greenish um, bluish hair. It, their hair was different color. But kind of sea-like colors, and their hands and feet are slightly webbed. You can make a history check. Ooh, Chesker can make a history check, and he will. So my question is, if everything's perfectly fine, then what happened here to make people pile up their bodies? You have no idea what they are. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't paying enough attention Um, at some point in your life when it was important. With Um, a minus two, uh, Chesker's doing great with the history checks. (laughs) All right, so here's kind of the dilemma that I'm under right now, right? Is uh, we got a monster here, we got dead bodies here, and we're not out of oxygen, which means that the people didn't suffocate. So um, something killed these people, and we don't know what. 
So. How long has it been? Space kind of makes it hard to tell. Um, he said to be back in five minutes. Oh, five minutes. It's been like two minutes. Okay. Since, yeah, you yeah. guys have just like kind of looked at the body. Mike's going to poke the creature with his rapier. <laughs> okay. It's probably um, have eaten us by now. It's, it's, it's definitely dead. It's not, it's not like turning to dust or, I mean, the, the thorax is hard. The skin is leathery. So it's, yeah, it's, it's. Right. Did the vine sense get anything? Because it is like a 30 foot radius. Yes. You can also it, tell if the uh, area has been consecrated. <laughs> it did. You're, so your divine sense does oh. pick up something. Oh, in, I the, in the room, just off to the right, under the floor, you kind of see a glowing fae. Do we this know divine sense, not, not fae. Do divine oh. sense doesn't oh, do fae? Oh, divine sense doesn't do fae? But I also have detect evil and good. I would also do that just to kind of double up. Okay. okay so now, so now you can fae. detect the fae. All right. Hold on, guys. Do you smell that? Smell what? No, no, I do not. Oh, okay. He's going to go over and check what it is. Okay. Gadget's going to follow. As you um, get closer, you, the, the ground starts to, like, shake. It, it very localized. He immediately backs away. And then you see, like, a, a pale blue fist come through the coral floor. And a guy, like, clears it away and he sits up and he's like oh good oh good kill it kill it kill it no 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 calm down (laughs) please 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 take me with you I don't care I don't care who you are what happened here I I don't know exactly um the 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 ship the ship had a crew of, of ten we were coming back from Kala um, How many people were stacked up in the room? Um, eight. eight. Eight bodies were stacked up in the room. We found eight bodies in the pool, and you're nine. Where's the tenth? I don't know. I don't know. As you know, you know, you can only make this trip every year or so. Um, because the, the planets, it just it takes too long. But the, the the first day after 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 we left, um, there men died, and then we you know we we took them to the cargo hold, and we didn't we, we didn't know what was what was wrong, and, and then on the second night there was a fight in in the crew quarters while the, the men were sleeping, and, and and it looked like they had a struggle. But there was still nothing. And, and then the fourth night, the captain died. And then the cook after that, and, and two more crew. And then, Did you stack the bodies? Well, I, I helped stack some. I, I, I stacked the last, the, the last two, yes, but all by myself. It was just me and the pilot. Do you know what this is, who this is? All right, you guys stick with him. I'm going to go check the pilot's cockpit. Thing. Well, okay. Wait, Mike. Yeah? We should... I sealed myself in on the sixth night, and then I felt the ship stop moving. So... Mike, we should probably reconvene with the others. I mean, I got like an hour left before I start freaking out, so I'm going to go check that cockpit right now. And um... Jessica's going to look around... 
look around and like listen for stuff to see if anything's like in the walls or around. Did you make yourself I a also got, scale? No. I also got like 10 minutes before my sentence starts to go make off. Investigation check. So. Investigation check. Not perception. Check that cockpit. Oh, perception. Yes. <laughs> Gadget That's is a going. That's eight better. Thirteen. You don't. You don't. You don't find anything of significance. I mean, there's there's troop stuff. There's men's leftover personal items um, in in chests. There's three beds that they kind of rotate through. Um, you know, some were working and some were sleeping type of thing. Um, but it was it's a pretty sparse room. Gadget wants to ask him what the thing, this dead creature is. Do you know what this is? I don't know. After after I sealed myself in and, and the ship stopped moving, I don't know how long I, I was in here. Days, probably. Um, and then I, I could hear we were boarded and I was, I, I thought I was, I was rescued. But then I heard heavy footsteps and lighter um, kind of clicking, scraping sounds. It didn't sound human. So I, I, I didn't come out. There were some voices, but they weren't, they didn't speak a language I knew. Uh-oh. And then after several hours, the ship lost, lost its, 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 its power. I mean, it just, it was, it was as if it died. Shut up. And then some time passed and I heard a commotion and they, they just, they left the ship in a hurry. And then I'm not sure how long it's been, probably another couple of days and you came. And that's, that's all I know. So Mike's going to the uh, cockpit right now, and his uh, sensing is still up. He's got that for another 10 minutes. And Cheska will be following Mike stealthily just to back him up. I think, I think we should reconvene with the other two and take this guy with us. I agree. Yes. Uh, I, up on your feet. Come on. No, sorry, like, oh, okay, on. thank <laughs> you. So when Could you're be. on your way to the... Um, the cockpit, you get about 10 feet down the hallway and you see an aberration on the ceiling towards the, the cockpit. Uh, before you reconvene, you might want to come in here for a quick second. <laughs> the, the, I walk in. What's up, Mike? Oh. <laughs> uh, I think I found one of those things that were dead, but now it's not dead. Ooh, I tried with my tiny dice. That didn't help. I don't think that's what an aberration is. Well, does the aberration look like that? Like one of the things that oh, we found. You can't see it yet. It's just—it's sort of. A, oh, it's a, in the an ceiling. Amorphous shape attached to the ceiling. I smell something weird in here. Okay, twenty-one for Chasker. Uh, uh, six. Stand true to form. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. Oh my. Oh. Uh oh. Goodness, we're all going last. Wait. Gadget's not going last. Oh, it's hey! a miracle! <laughs> oh my goodness. This might actually be good for Mike. Mike was, was in the front, but then he like sees the aberration and he gets distracted for a second. And um, He smells for too long. He just needs to make sure. 
Oh he's yeah, that's an aberration right there. He's smelling. For Did you indicate to them roughly where it is? I mean, I think he's pointing his crossbow at okay. At the so it, if you want, you can attack a general area at disadvantage. Mm. Um, but for now, it, you can't see anything there. Mike's either going crazy, or there's what something is it, Mike? there, or there's something in the ceiling. Do you know what it is? Uh, it smells like an aberration. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chester. No. I don't know how to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, still hidden, I'm assuming. Yes. And he's like on the walls or whatever. Yeah. And so what he's going to do is he's going to silently uh, pull out a short sword in a free hand, still sort of have his hands and feet on the wall, his claws out to keep himself ready. And he's going to ready an attack for whenever he sees something that wasn't there before. Okay. And also, uh, once something comes within 10, uh, 10 feet of me, it must make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Even us? No, not you guys, because oh. I, okay, I was gonna no. say, like, how close am I <laughs> to Jusker? <laughs> That's probably great. For my constitution save? That it's one short, the DC is 14. So nice. it will take because I have symbiotic entity prepared. Three damage. So necrotic do we notice those? Yeah, necrotic damage. Do we notice the spores? No, or... they're invisible. They're okay, so spores. we don't know that you're there still. Correct. And then on the ceiling there appears a, a blob, for lack of a better term, with teeth and some glowing eyes and two tentacles kind of writhing out of it. More tentacle monster. I'm gonna stick my face in that. Aberrations are, are pretty tentacle. Can I turn? Is the sea elf kind of vaguely near us? He's cowering. Okay, behind. I'm like, do you do you know that? Does that look familiar? <laughs> no. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna fight it now. He he like goes to run and then he like stops and he comes back and he like he's clearly torn between whether. You just wait there and we'll attack it so that nothing else attacks you. Yeah. And as he screams, <laughs> no! Chesker uh, will attack. Uh, attack the creature because it appeared. Yes. And that fits his yep. ready to attack yep. thing. Because he's hidden from it, does he get advantage on the attack? Yes. Very nice. Oh, I did not roll Do we know Chesker's there now? But when he attacks, yes. Oh, Chesker! Yeah. So okay. he's going to hit. Yeah, 25. Wow, Chesker, you're here. That's good for us. I need to make a custom. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? I was being stealthy. And that will be... That will be 15 damage, uh, six of which is necrotic. And the rest is piercing or slashing, whatever. Yeah, piercing is the short sword damage. Okay. You do notice that the necrotic damage seems to take effect. Okay. It's good to know. And then he attacks Mike. Yes. What? Yeah. Person Me? In, the person in the front, or the person he thought was in the front. Chester just attacked him. But <laughs> he was attacking you, and that's what triggered Chester. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, without a tentacle, 26. 26 to hit? He got a 20. Yeah, oh, a natural twenty to hit. Natural twenty to hit. Yep. This is. You see, this is why I don't like space. They say, <laughs> "Oh, it's fine. It's an empty ship." Thirty-four. 
33 damage. Mm. 33? And your grapple. Um, 33 damage. It's quite a bit. I feel like that would one-shot any other party member. But it was a crit. It, it was, was a crit. crit. Do you have 33 damage? I have 44 health. So. Yeah, he's the tankiest one of us all. <laughs> I have 30. So yeah, now I'm down to 11 hit points. It would have so been that... 18, except it was doubled. Yeah. That was quite the hit. <laughs> <laughs> the tentacle lashes out and um, wraps around Mike. And it wraps up his body and around his neck and constricts. And his arms are pinned to his side and it's... It's wrapped around his neck, and um, it's not quite choking him, but um, that that's where the damage came as he's uh, his head was 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 thrown around and his body is like probably a crack from his neck or something. So, so. <laughs> that was my spine. <laughs> if he lives through this, his back is gonna feel better at the end of the day. Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Who's uh, next? Next up is Koi. Ooh, okay. I have the potential to do a lot of really interesting stuff. I'm fine! <laughs> but you're not allowed anymore. But I'm not allowed anymore. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to use three sorcery points. Okay. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball. <laughs> In a tunnel. Or uh, a hallway. In a coral hallway. <laughs> And I, so I'm going to use metamagic quicken spell. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. How many does this take? Oh, it's just two yeah, sorcery Two points. for quicken. Yeah, it's only two. So I'm going to use two, and then I'm going to cast aid. If Coil doesn't take fireball when we get to fifth level, that would be so disappointing. <laughs> so Very funny. All three of you get are healed for five and get five temporary hit points. Ooh. Matt? Mike, Mike, Mike could use that. <laughs> Sadly, temp doesn't stack. So that reduced that to a bonus action. Okay. And Thank then, you, Coil. Uh, going to. <laughs> Thank you kindly. You're welcome. Uh, and then oh, I, wait, I forgot to roll concentration. Twin spell by using another sorcery point, and I'm going to be casting magic missile okay. at first level on it. Okay. So that means I get six darts. <laughs> can okay, you use, can you cast more than one spell per turn? No, you cannot. That's no, a, but I used quicken spell for a bonus action. It doesn't matter if it's a bonus action. You can't cast multiple spells per turn, so you can do quicken spell and then a cantrip. Are we overriding or, that for cool factor? Yeah, that's a, you can override it that for cool factor, but in the general rules, it is that yeah. even if you use quicken spell. We're overriding it though because we think that rule is dumb. Yes, no, this no. is going to be a badass move. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to make sure we said that so we got no no my people saying. Feet, um, oh, actually, my within five feet of the I don't care. It's my world. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. I'll cut out the entire part of us explaining the rules. <laughs> Oh my oh, goodness. Wow. <laughs> Nuts. Everything is above a two. Or oh, a wow. two or above. Oh boy. Review <laughs> the violence. It's all twos. Um, <laughs> 18. 18 points. Uh, no, 18 plus six. Because so I get plus one each. So 24 magic damage. Review the violence. So these six darts go in and just erupt under the skin. There's. 
there's gray matter flying out in all directions um, as this aberration takes a decent hit. <laughs> um, decent hit? Yeah, nice, mm -hmm. nice. There's aberration goo all over the, the hallway now. Ah, oh, this entire hallway smells like aberration. It's seeping into the, the, porous, the porous holes of the coral. Um, I've been slimed. Gadget. Non-last gadget. <laughs> How close am I to the aberration right now? You're about 12 to 15 feet away. Okay, I'm going to get within five feet of him. Okay. And I'm going to face step away from him. Because um, I have winter, and now he has to make a wisdom saving throw or okay. be frightened. Are you gonna? So you're gonna run up just past Mike, basically. Yeah. And then face step. Are you gonna go backwards. past him or okay back? Backward. I don't. <laughs> yo. Did you say a wisdom? Uh, yeah, wisdom saving throw. Oh, she's she's not gonna say yo. She's gonna say call me gadget. Nah. Because there's another guy with us. I just got hit for 33 damage. I can do what I want. Nine. Yes. So now he's frightened. Which is possibly the greatest condition to have with a team of ranged The creature able. has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to its fear. Okay. So it can't move closer to me and it can't. It has disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. So now I'm far away from it. Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. And you have used your bonus action. You still have your action left. I do. Is there a way I can um, shoot a spell at it to where it won't hit anyone else? Um, if it's area? It is a... Um, I'm doing Tasha's Caustic Brew. Or, yeah, Caustic Brew. So how it's far, like a... How far a away can you get it? And so can you cast it far enough down the hall so that it will shoot back? Just hit me! Reason? It's fine! It it's is. not fine if Mike gets hit, probably. It's not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> uh, he got healed, healed for five hit points. It's a yeah. 30 feet line. If he yeah, if you won't be able to do that through the crypto. Yeah. Okay, I didn't, I didn't think I would be able Unless I like teleport on the other side of the... But you did. I did, so... Um, I guess I'll try and catapult one of my daggers. Which means throw it? No, catapult. It's a first level spell. Cast catapult on yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Catapult's catapult actually a really cool a, spell. Okay. On a, like on a dagger. Which dagger? Which one? Um, One of the ones I got off Mike. Okay. The ones you don't have any emotional attachment to. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I have any emotional attachment to any That's dagger. That's what they all think until they lose that one dagger. He has to make a dex saving throw. I assume Goop isn't too dexterous, but I could be wrong. It could be, because it could like make a hole where it's going to get attacked. Yeah. Like the Terminator in Terminator 2. 20. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. Like crazy. Wow. Sorry, You're that lucky doesn't he did work. that on a saving throw instead of an attack. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, he didn't do that on the attack. Yeah. I know, but it could have been another attack for this roll. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike would have been fine. Well, well, does the dagger hit? I mean, or does catapult? It just no, misses no. completely. The catapult so. does 3d8 damage, which is insane for a third or for a first level spell. So the cantrip? No. No, no. It's, a first, it's, it's a first level spell, but, but if it, it misses, it misses. Yeah. Okay, got it. Spell it's level. Mike's turn. 
And you're grappled, oh. so you need to wait. Yes. Clover and um, oh, yep. Dan. Clover and oh, Dan. Oh yeah. I she almost gets forgot three about turns. them again. I have a bad habit of forgetting about them. Okay. So I'll have Clover go next. He got a. Yeah, he failed. He rolled a four, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Dan, let's see. Natural 20. Yeah. Mm. That's a seven. Yeah, that's a seven. That's not gonna happen. I bet he doesn't have like a plus seven or whatever. <laughs> All my dice hate me. Yeah. Okay. I was talking to someone. Now, we, we were right, Mike. It's your turn. Well, it is. It's Mike's turn. Okay, Mike's gonna go up to four points of exhaustion. Oh my gosh. It's fine. Why does he have so much exhaustion all the time? It's fine. What's with this guy? Don't worry. Since maximum hit points went up, though, he does gain more temporary hit points. 225. So he gains 29 temporary hit points. Okay. Yep. That's his turn. <laughs> He's not going to try and get out of the grapple? I mean, it took both his action and bonus action to get there. Mm. Okay. Chester, you're up. All right. Seeing the fear and the aberrations goo. I don't know, does it have eyes? <laughs> and it's it does, but they're just like yellow blobs. It's not like his pupils are dilated or anything. Mm. Hey, Mr. Seems... Fishman, is this the pilot? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's just whimpering behind um, Coil, who I assume is in the... Well, the gadget's probably, probably the part All right, good talk. All right, seeing the fear and the... Blob's blob, he's going to bonus action disengage because second level rogue. And then he's going to cast Ice Knife. So he's gonna expend some water from his like, just general area. Hmm? You can just get it off the wall. We're in a water place. That's true. He'll. There's no. The ship's not underwater. Oh, yeah, but, I, but, it's but it's coral. Right, but it's, it's all drained out. It's in space. Hmm. It's not full of water. Alright, so. But there's plenty you can, yeah. yeah. Jessica's gonna, like, uh, pull water out from his fur and then form it in the shape of a knife and then. With that sound effect. With that attack sound, yes. For A, also he's gonna move, like, 20 feet away. Or 20 to 30. Like, towards Gadget or on the other side of it? On the other side of it. Okay. Uh, 19. That hits. Very good. And then it will need to make a dex saving throw, and it will take two damage. 19. That succeeds, so it'll take half. For one damage? No, 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 not of the two. The two is the ice knife hitting, oh, and then, okay. then the knife explodes, <laughs> and it will take an additional five after half. And then does the spores do damage? That will have, uh, no, they will not, because I moved out of 10 feet range. Okay, is that your turn? That is Chester's turn. Blob's turn. Who's he gonna attack? Well, Chester thought there was fear in his eyes. He moves towards Gadget. He's immune he to can't. fear. Oh. He's immune to fear. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Aberrations can't be afraid. <laughs> well, it's not this one. Dun, dun. And he still maintains. He still maintains a grip on Gadget. Is and Gadget within five feet of Mike? He means Mike. <laughs> oh yeah, he still makes maintains. Okay, his, I was gonna say grasp on on Mike. He didn't and have he's, a grasp. He's attacking Gadget with a tentacle. Do, and I can do fun stuff. As he whips it, his his tentacle out, 
he misjudges the range, which is a little farther than he thought. And his tentacle swings wide and causes him to lose his balance. He got a natural one, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He loses his next attack. Man, all of Mike's fun stuff which is out the this window. round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he, did he? He moved toward me. He did. Mm-hmm. And is he now in front of me, and no one else is in between? He is. I feel like he's within five feet of Mike and six feet of Coil. Coil, no more attacks for you. And he's like eleven feet from you because his tentacle couldn't reach him. <laughs> but if I were to use my Tasha's Caustic Brew, it would. Um... You'd have to cast it through Coil okay. at this point, but Coil goes yeah. after after him, so Coil okay. goes before you. Coil, you're well, up. Coil might want to move away, or he might not. <laughs> Communicate it, it to him. It depends how far it goes, because um, it goes thirty feet. And you were twenty feet away. And I was twenty feet away before from it. Moved. Be- before it moved, yes. Right. So you're 25, you're 35 feet away from, from Gadget, right? Oh, wait, that means I'm not within walking distance. Fine, you're at the back seat. Yep. Yeah. Okay, it's just, he's out of range if you want to do the Caustic Brew. Um, Mike is still in range. In okay. range. It's fine, just, just, just hit so me. You know. um, no, Coyle, I can try up. Catapult instead. Okay, just do <clears throat> what am I Caustic Brew. Plenty of daggers. I should take that dagger. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm within reach of it, right? Yeah, you're six feet away. Okay. You can be within five feet if you want to just attack it. I just didn't want to take away your ability to just move away if you wanted. <laughs> so you're uh, six feet away. You're six <laughs> feet away. <laughs> okay. So you don't have to disengage. It's not in melee range of you. I am gonna move away. Okay. Behind the gadget. Yes. Okay. And then I'm going to fireball. I don't have fireball. <laughs> you will after this encounter. Flame strike, <laughs> which is a mini fireball. Yeah, fireball. Meteor swarm. <laughs> I'm going to cast protection from evil and good on gadget. Gadget, go. <laughs> I. Oh, was that all your action? Yes. Okay. So that oh, was yeah, cast on me. Yes. I forgot what all what it all does for me. It gives some disadvantage on attack rolls against you. And if he does some, some specific stuff, then you'll get advantage on saving throws. I don't think he's going to try and possess you. No. <laughs> but what if he does? What if he goes into her throat, like in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Is that with the rapper? No, that's with the. Yeah, what if the tentacles go into teenage boys? That happens. It's not really tentacles, but. Okay. Talking about Hierophant Green. I don't know which JoJo's you were I got a 19. That is what? Hitting the monster with crossbow. So, might not actually do damage, but. I guess we'll find out. Why wouldn't oh, yeah. he might be immune damage. to piercing? <laughs> we haven't hit him with exclusively piercing yet, so. Uh, well, if it does hit, it's the max damage, so eight, ten. Yeah. Okay. Your bolt slams home and definitely does some damage to him. Oh sweet! Nice. It takes physical damage. Yes. yes. I didn't think a ghost would do that. <laughs> Or it isn't a ghost. Person. That would be classified he's, as an undead. There's no leaking out of him where your your bolt hits. Nice. There's more 
more gray goo. Mike gives a thumbs up while wrapped up in the tentacles. Soaking into the <laughs> coral. And is that your turn? Mike does the oh, Terminator Clover, thing like instead Clover. of lava, oh, yeah. tentacles. Clover's <laughs> gonna go over there. He's like, oh, no, Clover uh, rolled five. He's like squatting. So he's and Dan got a... <laughs> it, he rolled an eight, but I don't think it's gonna hit. Highly Probably. unlikely. Unless Dan has an amazing bonus to attack with his teeny little beak. And Dan's not amazing at any of <laughs> 12. No, that doesn't Okay. Mean. Mike, you're up. Oh my goodness. Well, I'm in a bit of a pickle here. Or some might say a bit of a tentacle here. Uh, okay, I'm just going to hit. So how close is it to Mike? Oh, it's attached to Mike. But he's... Five feet from Mike. His body is five feet, but Mike's gonna attempt to grapple it. You are grappled. Yeah, but I can grapple a grapple. Can you? Um, I can like hold on to its tentacle and not let it move. Yeah, if you want to do that, I'll, I'll, I will. No, because you don't have any way to brace yourself. You have to get out of a grapple to grapple. Okay, fine. Mike's just gonna stab him then. He's like, I can grapple, grapple. No, it's too. I mean, that's usually how it is in real life. I would, I would give you an opposed. I'll give you an opposed strength roll if he's gonna move. Okay. Right now, he doesn't have any need to move, but if he does, I'll, I'll give you opposed strength rolls. Here comes a stab. And who knows what will happen by the time it's his turn? Yeah, he might die. He might die, or he might need to move. (laughs) Searing smite. It's a bonus action. It's wearing. Yep. Here we go. I think that'll hit. That's a 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. Also, Divine Smite. Just on top of that. So here comes a lot of damage. That's 1d8 for the rapier. He needs some black state. Deals an extra d6 fire damage. And Divine Smite deals an extra 2d8. Let's hope I roll well. (laughs) That's a lot of damage. Ha! Meh. It's a decent amount of damage. It's 10 radiant damage. Okay. Uh, that's five piercing, and then three fire damage. I think the fire is the same golden fire that was in Mike's dream. Just kind of coats the sword as he stabs into it. Nice, nice. And it does linger, which will come up at the start of each of its turns. Okay. Your dagger slams in oh, him, and you can you can tell he's now losing some of his ebb um, and maybe his grip on the scene. Chester, with the aberration's attention put elsewhere, uh, Chester's gonna bonus action hide rogue stuff. So that will be a twenty-three. That hits. That's a stealth check. Oh. That hides. That hides. (laughs) Good boy, that hits the hide. And then Chesker's hair stands on end, and as a free action, (coughs) he's going to double his movement speed, because, you know, to backseat things. And then he's going to dash, uh, not dash, but he's going to run up on all threes, because he has a sword in one hand. And then... (laughs) I was like, did he lose a leg? (laughs) He's going to jump with the sword in a reverse grip, and he's going to attack with advantage because of the hiding, I'm hoping. Yes. All right. That is a, thank goodness for the advantage, 19 to hit. That hits. For a total of, oh my goodness, these awful damage rolls. Oh my gosh. Nine damage. 
three of which is necrotic. Okay. It hits. The necrotic damage definitely takes effect. Alright, and that's Chesker's turn. That's Chesker's turn. And then at the start of the beast's turn, he needs to make a saving throw for Chesker and then something for Mike. It's a constitution saving throw for Mike, and I think it's a constitution saving throw for Chesker. Uh, yes. So two, <laughs> two constitutions. Yes. A three. Nice, so he will take. Let's hope I roll well for damage this time. I kind of did. <laughs> Rolled average. Five necrotic damage. Okay, and for Mike's? It's constitution. Two. That fails. So he will take one fire damage as the fire stays. Okay. So. Look, it still goes down for more turns, though. So yes. Good. As Chesker's. We kill it with these wars. Just, they just sort of like breathe into his body and he just sort of shrivels and falls off the ceiling and Mike's fire also hits him and he splats onto the coral floor. I guess that's dead now. Mike cuts off the tentacle and finally frees himself. It sort of loosens itself so yeah you can easily cut yourself free. Um, Well that wasn't a pleasant experience. Guess we should reconvene now that it's definitely been more than five minutes. I'm going to go check on that pilot. (laughs) Okay. That was only like 18 or 24 seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but (laughs) with the talking to the guy, I'm guessing it's been longer than five minutes. Hasn't been that long. No, I thought it was like three minutes or two two or three minutes. Oh, I thought we talked to the guy longer. It was like 30 seconds after that. Okay, so it's... Mike kicks the burning body aside as he goes to check on the pilot. (laughs) It's more, yeah, desiccated. Oh, well, you did burn it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so you go into the, the pilot's room, and there is um, a dead elf laying on the floor. Um, in sea elf? A sea elf. Kind of like kicked, to the, well, you don't know that, a, a bluish elf. Um, kicked to the side over by the wall, and there is a spot in the floor where you can see there used to be coral attached, but it's been forcibly removed from the floor. Somebody's stealing the spell jammers. Hey, sir, what used to be here? That was that was the helm. Oh. All right. Well, let's go reconvene. All right. Mike picks up the body. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Of the aberration? No, of the guy that the pilot. Okay. Might as well put him with the rest. Chesku's gonna like take some of the aberration, like I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't think Chesku's bottle. He's gonna like scoop it on a dagger, and it's also on his sword, so he's like holding them in front of him. Gadget on the bottle. <laughs> Mike's going to at least suggest how we should get all the bodies on board. I'm not sure how we could do that, but there has to be some way to get the bodies Sorry. back on There's the board. way too many. There's so many there's bodies. There's ten bodies. Wasn't there, there was like, only nine. a lot more than ten bodies? There's no, there's only a ten of bodies. There, there was a crew of ten. ten. Mm. Um, there was one there alive, eight, right? Eight. And one alive, plus so that's nine. The, right, plus the pilot was nine, and then the, the alive guy. Yeah. I'm not suggesting we take the aberrations bodies with us. <laughs> well, let's get going. Yep. So you go back and you meet Rogan and... Was it whoa, whoa, whoa. Look yeah. who Rogan said there wasn't going to be any problems. And, Rogan. Yep. Um, and they come walking back in and they're like, what happened to you guys? You look 
You look terrible pointing at Link. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna heal you. It's fine. I'm healing. Was anybody else hurt? We fought some goo. Here. I, I wasn't touched. Me neither. Jessica, are you fine? I'm completely fine. This seems to be a trend. <laughs> <laughs> you get nine points of damage back. You need to get better at dodging. I healed you for nine. You found another body. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, we, we also found, found a live guy. guy too. We found a live oh. body. Oh, and they talk to the guy a little bit and get the same story out of him, basically. Do you two know any way that we can transport the rest of the crew's bodies back to our ship? No, but I do know how to report back to the captain. But there's also, there's there's an aberration that way and a uh, other thing. I kind of want to know what that is. It's an aberration. I, I, I think it's best we get back on the ship. I'm not hanging out here if there's whatever those aber things you're talking about. But, but we already killed it. Yeah, it's dead. What if there's more? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. is <laughs> uh, going to cast Detect Magic, so he kind of breathes in and exhales, and spores kind of like come off of his face and go out. And so he can now see magic within like 30 feet of him. I like how Mike's better at smelling than Chesker. Um, it's different ways to cast magic. Yeah. Um, it is. It's just funny that the cat has the worst sense of smell. <laughs> he has a good perception. Gadget has some magic on her, mm-hmm. on her face, in her belt, one of the daggers. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know what kind of magic the they are. Stone? We have sending stones. That's I have the sending stones. I assume no, Monica I, will be a Jack and I both yeah, have She has sending stones for them. Oh. Yeah, we have sending stones. <laughs> so the sending stones. Yeah. Um, I assume the monocle would be illusion magic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. What school the of magic? magic doesn't tell you that, or does it? Does. It, oh, it tells you the school, school of magic. So what kind of magic is it? My monocle. Yeah. I assume illusion. I guess, if yeah. If it's just, like, covered, if it's just, like... It, it just constantly has, like, a shine on it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's I would say that's illusion. illusion. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's conjuration. We're constantly conjuring light inside of it. And does the goo glow? Is the glue magical? No, the goo, goo is not magical. Okay, it's good to know. And wherever the needle is, whoever's got the, the needle, that's yeah. glowing as well. I believe yeah, Coil yeah, has that. And enchantment is a school, yes? Yes. Dag- her dagger is glowing enchantment. Okay, and then um, is the ship glowing, or is it just like normal coral stuff? Uh, the the coral ship is is not glowing. Okay. Um, your ship is. Our ship is. Yeah. Ooh, good to know. Our ship has power. This ship does not. Correct. Yeah. All right, let's get back to the other ship. So you shimmy across the ropes, and do you guys talk to the captain with Opal and? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. I Mike be there. is going to ask the there. captain. Uh, do you have any way to get the bodies on that ship, on board this ship? I think we'll give them a burial at space. I don't think we should do that. He goes, he orders the crew around a little bit and they hook grappling lines up to the, the front of their ship and they pull it around and get it going towards the sun and then disengage the grapple and let the ship just sort of like slowly coast towards the sun. Well, mm. does anybody want to say a couple words about the crew before we see them last? Oh. Sir, you're the one person to know them. Want to say a couple words? As well, my, my friends, my crew, I'm sorry. I, I, I loved serving with... Well, it was, it was good to be on the ship. 
with you. Um, I'm sorry. Are you better at this? No, <laughs> I'm great. But I can try. <laughs> okay, please. Okay. Well, we didn't know them at all, but we were the last people to see them, and they looked like they were pretty chill people. Think they would have been fun to hang out with. Maybe they would have liked a dice game. But that is something that we will not know because of how tragically their lives were taken from them by some sort of otherworldly creature. A slimer, as I will call it. As a, Yes, by a slimer. And I think that we can honor their memory by carrying on and living as they would want us to live. Uh, that, was, that was nicer than you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Captain says, all right. Disengage the ropes. <laughs> they disengage the ropes and let the... Oh, say can you see? <laughs> <laughs> you guys then batten down the hatches and go back to jamming speed. Mike is going back down into the deck and will not emerge. <laughs> the first mate is happy you guys went on board and... You guys got into trouble over there, and he's a little like, yeah, all right, you can wander around the ship and just be part of the crew now. Because uh, he knows want... we can handle ourselves? No, because you yeah, know, he kind of put you in danger, and he was trying to just keep you out of trouble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Do you have a bucket I can throw wait, up into? Wait, but he sent us over there in the first place, so just in case there well, was... Well, I just thought it was going to be empty, and... Just wanted us out of the way. Right. Sir, Mr. Uh, Fir- First Mate, sir, do you have a bucket I can throw up into? Yes, we do. He like, <laughs> produces a bucket almost instantly. Okay, Mike <laughs> goes on down decks to throw up. Mm-hmm. All right. and, yeah, he's never okay. Uh, in in Chesker's cooking corner, he's going to oh, no. prepare and cast Detect Poison and Disease on the goo that he collected. Chesker doesn't uh, need to worry about that. Mike's immune to disease. Hmm. But he's not, not going to feed it to Mike. He's going to feed it to himself. Oh, okay. Oh, but also that's a good point. <laughs> so Mike can be the test got infected. infected. No, it doesn't have any of those types of properties. Then how does it taste? Terrible. Blech. It tastes like ash mixed with dust. I'm sure I can make this work. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to keep the bottle that Gadget gave him of this goo. Okay. And that's where we'll end our story for the evening. Do we level up? No. Dang it. Yeah, fair enough. All right, I need to add custom item bottle of bad goo. Will we get long rest? You will get a long rest. Yes. Sweet. Mike's only to three levels of exhaustion. Three levels of exhaustion. Woo! Do we get good. multiple long rests in between? We'll see. Sunzer. All right. This is the uh, Mr. Sue. This is the first time I have not picked a passage out, uh, or at least thought of a sort of passage I want to look for beforehand. So I'm going to open Sunzu's Art of War, flip through the pages, find find one that I think I'll like. Maybe I'll maybe I'll choose an editorial. <laughs> Wow. What? Wow, what? Your page is just. There's not a lot of words on that page. 
There's not a lot of words on that page. Just because the, the words end. that they have are meaningful. Correct. It's the end of a chapter. Yeah. It's the it's end of the. It. It's end of the cooking. It's a cool picture too. Chapter. Yeah, it's a cool like picture. It. He does some, but that's that's not in every Sons of Order board. That's in my copy because that's yeah. like his editorials. His yeah, it's yeah, I got his yeah. notes. And it's a signed edition. Yeah, it's a cool it's sketch. It's a signed edition with the notes and such. Yeah, it's a cool sketch. Yeah. Give it up. For all the brave souls out there that found out what mushrooms were poisonous and what weren't. If it were not for those culinary geniuses, we wouldn't have Beef Wellington. Mm. The favorite dish of me, Sun Tzu, of the Chinese dynasties. <laughs> the DM's main. Yeah, but that's not in the book. I know. Why'd you interrupt our special time? Uh -huh. You know what, I'm ending it... Find us at uh, the Tavern of Tales at gmail.com. Yeah. This is just all your comments, questions there. But also, mm -hmm. don't do it there. Yeah. Do it in the comments and the reviews yeah. of the podcast. And give, give us five stars. Yeah. Give us a five star review. And if you do leave us a five star review with some stuff on it, I will read it on the show probably. Uh, but it'll be like a I'm bunch of it. episodes into I'm the future. Yeah. Uh, right. Anyway, um, uh, the art was done by Lily, the editing was done by Sam. The music, the intro music, not the like in the middle music, was done by Caleb. Email us at at the ta the of tales at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel. If you want to hear Sam and my dumb opinions with maybe some guests. Rogue is trash. We're gonna cut that out as to not reveal content. <laughs> so that way you can hear his bad opinions, like Bye. the idiot he is. <laughs> he walked away. He did walk away. Uh, we have a Twitter at uh, the Tavern of Tales on Twitter. Make sure to tell your friends about us, because otherwise we will die into podcast uh, obscurity and we'll be found ten years later by some other podcast who was like, "Wow, this podcast was really cool," because this is an obviously amazing podcast. Uh, signing off. That's it. take our time to read a five-star review left on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Which is special guest. Yeah. Right special guest, because we can't find the reviews anywhere else. Yeah. Make sure to say, <laughs> please. It's yeah. me, the mysterious no, it's because, voice. It's because Spotify doesn't allow uh, text reviews. Yeah, so if you want your review set on the uh, read on the show, grab Apple Podcasts <laughs> yeah. or iTunes or whatever, send us a review with five stars, and we will read it on the show. Much or like send us an email in saying that you left a review with five stars. And I will check. I will know. With a screenshot. With a screenshot. Yes. Is that what our Gmail's going to be for? Maybe. I wouldn't mind. We'll see. <laughs> All right. The five-star review is done, uh, was sent in by Tolron2. <laughs> That's two iron. I think it's two iron two. My bad. Twelron. Sorry, Twelron. I'm not calling it. By Twelron two. Sorry, Twelron. And it's a 
it says, a loincloth that has been put on him against his will had me in tears. <laughs> Thank you, Tworon, too. too. <laughs> the caption says, best moment. Thank you, Tworon, too. Uh, I am I unpaid as of currently. So <laughs> I am also oh, paid. <laughs> I am paid to not make jokes. Caleb is paid. Yeah. Or not paid to make jokes. As the resident paid unpaid funny man, I would love it if you would find a way to send us money. Well, we might have a Patreon in the future. If that happens, hey, subscribe to it. We'll probably have a $1. I'm not going to make promises about our <laughs> Patreon right now. That's a good idea. But, uh, yeah, thank you, Tworon, too. Was it Twaron or Twaron 2? It was Twaron 2. Thank you, Twaron 2. <laughs> hey! Is that the right button? That is the, the right record button. button. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> just so smart, guys. <laughs> I think I can click the right button on the second try. But it's blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, and a thin sheet of lead, or three foot of wood or dirt. So we're going back into disguises. Well, we people. did blow up the living room. So you blew up his living room? Wait, a little bit. <laughs> Ooh, cool. Wait, wait. So you do know explosives? He I does have... blow up. I knew it. Blew up his. Were you the room? guy who blew up the ship? Wait, no, that was Fontaine. <laughs> I, I think Jack and I are gonna have to talk a little bit after about our backstories. There was a living room that was destroyed. No, just roll with it. Roll with Look, it. Look, his memory core is fading. All right. <laughs> it's true. He doesn't have his memory core. Oh, I Give him some slack. Left. Right. Left no, or right? I wrote it down for a reason. I'm gonna use nautical terms. Um, Port cider starboard. Exactly. The buttress. To the DM. Well, not a secret anymore. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. You've revealed us. Yeah, well. Wow. Still <sighs> secret for me. Cut that out, Sam. I don't know. Cut out the reveal so we can keep it. <laughs> I'm going to. The allure. Very nice. Um... Oh, I'm cutting out this entire episode. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> cutting out this entire encounter with the show. Episode yeah. 11. Are you is going just in stealth that. or just. No. Okay, so then. Oh no, they attacked me! I'm so much less afraid. <laughs> uh, I was, I was thinking of charmed, which is autumn.